all the earth. Jesus. Excellent. How excellent is thy name in all the earth. Blessed be the name of Jesus. My brothers and sisters, let me turn your attention to the book of Psalms. to live 
when you follow the ways of the world and of, of, and of the ruler of the kingdom of the air, the spirit who is now at work in those who are disobedient. All of us also lived among them at one time, gratifying the cravings of our flesh and following its desires and thoughts. Like the rest, we were by nature deserving of wrath. But because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ even when we were dead in our transgressions. It is by grace you have been saved. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you. I don't know about tomorrow And 
is when we die. And I even submit to you that sometimes when the storms are raging in your life, it seems like Helter Skelter has visited your doorstep. I hear, I'm here to submit to you that sometimes all you need is some hope. And I don't know where I would be right now if I lost hope. And what we need to understand as those of us who are of faith is that all we are doing to the world is we're walking and talking hope. Y'all didn't hear what I'm saying. See, sometimes when I'm wondering if God can hear me, it gives me hope that God's moving in your life. Because if God can move in your life, then it means that God can surely move. Who am I talking to today? We are walking and talking hope. We are personification of hope in person. Is there a witness here? So I want to, I just, I really don't want to preach to you today. I really don't. All I want to do is praise with you today. That's why the title of my sermon is Hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't, Napoleon, we got to preach this thing, man. Hallelujah. Somebody knows what I just said. Sometimes angels are dispatched and things move as a result of your praise. And when you say hallelujah, I think it shakes heaven's door. Well, who's that calling heaven right now? In, 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 in this particular place in the text, we're learning something from the psalmist. Because the psalmist knows that it was in Genesis chapter 3 where we find the account of the fall of man. Adam and Eve was in the garden. And they were in right relationship with God. And we refer to that as they were orientated with God. Orientation means that everything is in its proper order and everything is going the way it ought to go. There's order, there's decency, there's relationship in the garden. But the chapter 3 teaches us that when man goes his own way and disobeys God, it takes order and then creates disorder. And that disorder brings in death and enmity between man and God. We started off with order. Then we entered into disorder. There was orientation. And then there was disorientation. Anybody in here ever been disoriented? Seemed like stuff just ain't fitting well together. Your equilibrium is off. Everything is out of balance. You are disoriented. Then God seeks to become reoriented. Is there a witness here? There was order. Then there was disorder. And God intends to take disorder and put order back into it. Re means to do it all over again. To reorder. Is there a witness here? And God is doing that, but now death has entered into the picture because the wages of sin is death. The penalty of sin is death. The debt of sin is death. How do I 
put reorder in a deathly situation? Is there a witness here? How do I take you from order where there was no death? From disorder where there is now introduction of death? And now how do I reorient, reorient you to me while death is in our company? So, this is where we fast forward to reorienting ourselves with the law. That's where we get all these thou shouts. And I know you think that we're talking about the Ten Commandments. The Ten Commandments were the first ones, the primary ones. But did you know that there were 613 Jewish laws? Can I do a little work here? This is called the Mitzvah. There's 613 laws according to the Mitzvah. And if you don't follow each law by the left, then you are worthy of death and you are living talk to me Holy Ghost in disorder now y'all think I'm saying that my brothers in this Hebrew Israelite black Hebrew Israelite faith they want to take us back to living under the law. Well, there's nothing wrong with the law. The law is perfect. Help me, Holy Ghost. There's nothing wrong with the law. There's nothing wrong with wanting to go back and live up under the law. But I hope they understand that it ain't just 10 laws. It's 613 of them. And if you break one, you break them all. And I just want you to understand, my Hebrew Israelites brothers, I understand what your theological perspective is in terms of going back. But listen, we tried that. Is there a witness here? And we found out that we couldn't hold, not only did we struggle with 10, but we certainly couldn't do 613. But for those of us who thanks be to Jesus Christ, that we no longer live by the law, but live by grace. This morning. I came to praise you this morning because I'm one of the ones that would have broke 613 laws. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Am, I, am, I, am, I, am I saying anything to you this morning? See, what we're talking about, the law is perfect, but people are not. Oh, no, I ain't preaching hard this morning. Did you hear what I just said? The law is perfect. You're worthy of death. You broke the law. The wages of sin are death. You deserve to die. The law is perfect, but Lord, I'm not. Who am I talking to? I think I got a whole congregation of perfect folk up in here. I just want somebody to be brave enough to tell me, am I by myself? I'm not perfect. I don't go before the Lord perfect. Everything I've done hasn't been perfect. I mean, I think I made a lot of mistakes in my life. Now, you're not looking at somebody that, hey, that just had a second. Change. I ain't even on my third change. I'm not even on my fourth change. I'm just, can I just hold 
dare come up in this place expecting to find perfect people. There ain't no perfect people up in here. There ain't no perfect people up here. There ain't no perfect people out there. But what you see is some folks that was broken and down in despair. But despite my shortcomings, hey, it wasn't my perfection, it's my grace. I ain't come here to preach to you this morning. To, to, to the Israelites, keeping the law made you successful uh-huh. in life. Yeah, yeah. Let me slow that down. Uh-huh. Keeping the law. Did y'all hear that? Uh-huh. There's 613. <laughs> There's 613 laws. And according to the Israelites in the text, what's made you successful in life is keeping According to Misfot, the Bible calls us all losers. You a loser, I'm a loser. Loser, 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 loser. By how much money you make. They don't judge your success. By what kind of house you live in. They don't judge your success with how many folks you have influence over. They judge your success on your ability to fulfill the law. No one could keep 613 laws. It was a perfect law for an imperfect people. What does that say about us? According to the Bible, we have all been unsuccessful in life. I know where you're going, D. Watch this. Oh, D got me. D said, until Jesus showed up. Wait a minute, D. Hold on, D. Don't hurry to the New Testament. According to the Bible, we've all been, listen, don't, ain't no tissue you looking at me. We've all we fail. <laughs> Paul said to this, we've all fallen short of the glory of God. We miss the don't 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 look at me. Don't look at me. You don't have an A or a B or a C or a D. You got an F. Is there a witness here? See, you can see, you can't get to what I'm talking about. Promise thinking that you got it all going on. You don't have it all going on. You look good failing. Is that witness here? 
boy football player looking good. He got his clothes all looking good. He got his shirt all tied up. His numbers all look good. He got his swag going and losing every game. That's what we look like. We all dressed up. We the best dress player on the field, but we losing every game. Is there a witness here? Watch this, D. This is what you did. Listen, D. You pushed me to the New Testament. I'm not in the New Testament. I'm not in the New Testament. Watch this. God knows something about saving folk. Before Jesus is incarnate, God was in the saving business. All you got to do is read Psalm 91. Check it out, D. Listen to this. It's Psalm 91. 14 says this. It says, because he loves me, says the Lord, I will rescue him. David knows something about being in trouble. And before the incarnation of Jesus Christ, before he even knew who Jesus was, God was in the saving business. Y'all don't want to hear what I'm talking about. I'm trying to tell you, it says in this particular text, in verse 16, with long life I will satisfy him and show him. Is there a witness here? My salvation. My brothers and sisters, I'm going to leave you alone. Listen. We have to revisit our understanding of salvation. Oh, this is about to set you on fire. It's going to set me on fire this morning. We have to revisit our understanding of salvation. See, our orientation with God is, is we think that God, uh, we're afraid of God and we only serve God because we want God to save us in the future. In other words, we want to miss hell and go to heaven. But we have a very narrow understanding of what salvation really means. And if you don't understand this about salvation, you really don't understand what the word grace means. Psalm 91 is trying to tell you, it's trying to put uh, salvation in perspective. It's trying to tell you that salvation <coughs> is a now thing. Uh, I'm in the wrong church. Salvation is a right now thing.
is just one big old thank you, God. Who, who, who's with me? I mean, I'm not living for what God is going to do. I'm living because of what God has already done. I'm living because of what God is doing right now. I'm living because he's saving me right now. I just live one big old life of gratitude. Thank you, Lord. It's unmerited faith. Grace means this is something, <laughs> Antoine, that you didn't have nothing to do with. Oh, that ought to help somebody today. Because somebody is feeling unworthy right now. Somebody is feeling nervous about even being in this place of God right now. Somebody got some regrets right now. Somebody's wallowing in their sin right now. I'm here to tell you that listen, listen, no matter who you are or what you've done or who you've done it to, there's this thing called grace. He doesn't hand it out according to your deeds. He doesn't hand it out according to how many people you told good morning to. He doesn't hand it out according to how many people you gave money to. He doesn't hand it out according to your church attendance. He doesn't hand it out according to your tithe and your offering. He gives it to you because the psalmist says he does it because he loves you. Sometimes when life is hard, and sometimes when we're questioning whether God loves us, we got to stop looking toward a future salvation and begin to look at a right now salvation. Right now, there's some difficulties in my life. And right now, I don't know how I'm going to get over them. But right now, listen, I'm not hungry in my belly. Right now, I got shelter over my head. Is there a witness here? Right, right now, God is giving me what I need. Right now. And he said, don't worry. Name yeah. for God. Yeah. Uh -huh. 
and you pronounce it Yah. You hear folk talking about Yah. What they're really trying to say is that this is the unspoken, infinite, eternal name of God. And when you bury the highest praise with Yah, what you have is Yah deserves the highest praise. And I get irritated when I come to a church where ain't nothing but sanctified holy folk that's full of testimony where God has brought them through many trials and many dangers. And when I say hallelujah and don't nothing move in that church, it tells me there's a whole lot of folk that don't know who God is and don't know what God does. Get down 
long stretch of highway and the clouds turn gray. You see, Grandpa, look like it's a storm we're running into. My pastor should tell me about storms. He say, listen, son, it's either you're going into a storm, you're coming out of a storm, or you in a storm. Grandpa kind of looks up at the sky and says, oh, baby, yeah, that's good. Just, it's all right. Just keep on driving. She keeps on driving, and then the rain starts to hit the windshield real hard. It started her. She said, Grandpa, it's starting to rain real hard. You think we need to go find somewhere to pull over? Grandpa said, no, baby, just keep on driving. She gets down the highway a little bit further and then the lightning began to flash and thunder started to roll and Grandpa in a good deep sleep by now. He just sleeping real good. He said, Grandpa, I can't believe you sleep right now. Look at this weather. And hell began to pound on the, on, on the hood. And, and, Grandma, and Grandpa just woke up a little bit and said, baby, just keep on driving. Keep on going, baby. Just keep on going. The wind Grandpa, yeah, but just keep on going. The lightning is flashing, yeah, but just keep on going, baby. Yes, the hell is beating on top, but baby, just keep on going. Keep on going. Then all of a sudden, the cloud rolls back. Blue skies come out and the sun shines as if it never dropped a speck of rain. Gets down on the highway says, Grandpa, the storm is over. Uh, and Grandpa says, oh, baby, stop. Stop, baby, stop. Stop the car. Stop the car. Pull over. She said, wait a minute, Grandpa. Grandpa, listen. When the rain was coming, when the lightning was flashing, when the storm was raining, you told me to keep on going. You should have told me to stop yeah. when the storm was raging. He says, oh, no, baby, it wasn't time to stop. Now I want you to get out and And here's what I want you to do. See that storm that's behind you right now? Look at all the people that pulled over and stopped. See, they pulled over and stopped, and they still in the storm. But because you kept on going, Hallelujah. Hallelujah.